So, at least 21 people have passed away in three violent shootings in Tavens um, over the weekend. The first incident happened in Soweto, the second in Peter Marisberg, and a third in Gatliong, east of Johannesburg. We now speak to Lorenzo Temba, spokesperson for Police Minister Begitele. Good afternoon to you, Lorenzo. Welcome to the show. Good afternoon to you and the team. Uh, thank you so much for the invite. Excellent. Please take us through how these incidents happened and please confirm the number of fatalities. So, Glenn, as you put it, uh, a total of 21 people were unfortunately killed in three incidents. Um, the majority of the deaths took place in a tavern uh, in uh, Nomzamo, in the east of Orlando, in Soweto, mm. where we understand from the briefing that we received from the police this morning that uh, about five men entered this establishment. Um, they were armed to the teeth because we have uh, now figured out that over 130 high-caliber empty cartridges were found on the scene. They basically shot at these patrons who were, you know, having the time of their lives mm. in the early hours of uh, Sunday morning. And um, 12 people died on the scene. Three subsequently died on their way to hospital. And you know that eight people are recovering in uh, various hospitals mm. after they were also injured in this attack. And the second incident took place on a Friday in uh, Gatlahong, which also happened to be my hometown. Uh, this incident, uh, we understand that... Um, uh, Men also entered this establishment, um, but they were targeting certain people. Uh, subsequently, four people were killed in that incident. Mm. And, of course, another incident took place in Peter Marysburg. Uh, this happened on Saturday evening at around half past eight, Glen, where uh, we understand about two people gained entry into this uh, tavern in a place called Sweetwaters in Peter Marysburg. Uh, they too opened fire and two people were killed. I can confirm with you right now, this is news just coming in from the province, that um, two people have been arrested for mm. this particular crime in Peter Marisburg. Mm. Has the department been able to establish what's at the centre of these attacks? No doubt, uh, Glenn, it was a very bloody weekend. I mean, just those incidents that I've told you about. Police are out in full force um, investigating, trying to answer that very question. At this moment, the one thing that we can rule out is terrorism, which was something that was suggested. Um, And uh, that's one of the questions that were were, answer, were rather asked by journalists uh, today when we had this community meeting in Soweto. But, uh, of course, uh, 11, an 11-member 11 detective team is currently investigating the murders in Nomzam, where 15 people were killed. Um, they're yet to make arrests, but they're really hot on the heels of what we understand, five suspects that they are looking for. Um, and uh, as I've mentioned, two people have been arrested in Peter Marisburg, which I think is a clear indication, Glenn, that um, these are the first steps of bringing to book those people that have orchestrated this bloody weekend. And we are still yet to make, and, we are, and, I, and I'm saying yet because police, according to the information that we were given as a police ministry, are yet to make um, arrests, and they are hopeful that they will also make arrests in the Katlehong incident. So the motives are yet to be to be, to be be uh, established. But, you know, Glenn, I have to also mention in the same breath that we know that um, places like Tarvans and Shabins are really, you know, areas of crime. This has 
uh, been the, the case for so many, many years. Of course, we haven't seen it in this sort of scale, but we know that a lot of bodies are picked up, you know, in the early hours of Sunday morning or on a Friday night after people have had one, uh, two drinks or one too many. Um, we know that it's also uh, these very areas where people are likely to get raped, people are likely to get robbed. So overall, we know that, you know, Tarvin, Shabiz, clubs, um, uh, are really areas where they are likely to be criminal, taking advantage of the situation. High-caliber weapons were used in one of these shootings. What's the department doing to prevent access to uh, illegal firearms? Well, look, the SAPS has, for many, many years, has been running um, a, a program where we are calling South Africans to submit um, you know, legal, uh, it, it, it's actually a, a period where we are giving South Africans an opportunity to submit legal firearms that they have in their possession without them getting prosecuted first. You know that it is, of course, a criminal offense for you to be found with, uh, you know, an illegal firearm. And this has been a really successful sort of um, uh, approach program that we have had over the years. Uh, it's an amnesty period that runs for about three months, and we've really had, um, you know, I don't have the figures with me at the top of my head, but I remember the last count, we had um, around 30,000, if I'm not mistaken, firearms that were handed over to the police without people being getting prosecuted, you know, no questions asked and so forth. But we also are very much aware that some people are not willing to just let of their firearms. That is why the Minister of Police today said that in areas like Nomsam, there needs to be you know, vigorous, disruptive um, uh, interventions by the police where there is these stop and search operations. There are also these um, operations where we're going to, to, to people's homes where there is sus- suspicion that there are some sort of illegal activities happening where we know that we can't get those legal firearms. It, uh, we are left with no choice but to get those legal firearms and take them off the streets because we are now seeing what sort of mess they are making. I mean, for example, with this uh, incident in Soweto, we um, have been briefed that an AK-47 was used or AK-47 were used. And we know that AK-47 in this country, is, uh, it stands as an illegal firearm. It's not something that should be in anyone's possession in this country. Is the department working out measures on how to prevent these incidents from happening uh, in the future? I think, you know, ideally we do want to have a situation where this is prevented. And we know that the police alone are not able to, to, to fight crime in any community. That is why we are time and time again calling on, the, on community members to be the eyes and ears of um, of the police, we're calling on community policing partnerships because it is through those partnerships that we are able to detect some of the plans that are being, uh, you know, uh, put on, and 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 also through our crime intelligence, we've been able to prevent such uh, horrible incidents. Uh, but of course, it also just talks about, you know, how police have to be present, have to be on the ground, have to saturate the streets, land because. 
police cannot just be certifying um, documents in police stations. They literally have to be out there making sure that they're enforcing the law and making sure that they are preventing uh, some of these incidents. Although we do also admit, and I said it in my opening, that um, uh, you know areas of where alcohol is consumed are areas where we are seeing high levels of crime. And of course, it's something that we, as a police ministry, are concerned about, but we know that the SAPS is working on. Thank you so much for chatting to us, uh, Ranzo. Thank you so much, Dan. Okay. Excellent. The Ranzo Temba, the uh, police, uh, police minister spokesperson there. We're talking about uh, yeah, the killings that uh, happened uh, over the weekend. Uh, one in Peter Murray's back, uh, another one in Soweto, and a third in Gatlehong, east of Johannesburg. Glenn. Uh, (laughs) I listened to that interview and I was not happy with quite a number of things. I mean, uh, saying that you cannot rule out terrorism. Well, no, that you've ruled out terrorism. But the investigation is still ongoing and you don't know what the motive Mm. of that, uh, of that, of of these killings have been. For me, that's problematic, number one. And to say that AK-47s in South Africa are illegal, that is not true. It is not true. AK-47s in South Africa are actually legal as long as they are limited to semi-automatic and the owner has a Section 16 license for a rifle and also they are a collector. So there's quite a number of things here for me that really don't make sense Mm. as far as this is concerned. Yeah, well, I I think um, the the, the, the part of uh, terrorism, I think think what they are trying to avoid is... um, for a lot of people to speculate and uh, to make sure that people does, don't get emotional because people are very smart. Uh, people are having discussions, obviously, and I'm sure that's the reason why journalists even uh, asked if, you know, is, is this terrorism? And obviously they, they have not they've not been able to to confirm whether it's terrorism or not because they are still investigating. I understand the point where you say you say they should have said investigations are ongoing. Yeah, yeah, And not rule out anything. Yeah, that's what they should have said. I think they're trying to calm people down. Okay? No, just say investigations are ongoing and we'll back off. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I mean, for me, the biggest thing is the reactionary part of this whole thing. The police are now coming in when people are dead, instead of foiling, yeah, but that's, the, 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 these attempts, yeah, foiling, but, uh, foiling this kind of thing before no, but, it even happens. Yeah, but I get your point. Sometimes, Lelo, if I sit here and I plan to go and attack people at a tavern, yeah, it's a, it's something that I keep to myself. No one knows about it. No, it's that's just, no, 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 no. Let me tell you. Listen, okay, what I explain I'll, to you I'll, so that I'll, you can I'll, explain. I'll, yeah. And I'm gonna give you a typical example of what happens in America, where America, it's the first world. Technology is advanced, mm-hmm. and there's killings in America almost three weeks. Yeah. So there are things that I don't think um, police can stop. Like hence I say to you, I can decide when I leave the show mm-hmm. today, I'm gonna go to Soweto and shoot people. What that, are the chances of police, um, you know, getting information that I'm going to do it? Because I keep it to myself. So okay. it's a First, very tricky one. Okay. Firstly, in South Africa, guns are not as easily available as they are in America, the example that you're using, number one. Number two, uh, we've got uh, FICA, where we do know that our phone calls are listened to the whole time, right? And that if that can be flagged, 
that a group of people are actually planning this kind of thing? Why is that information not being actually used to foil yeah. these kind of things? Are killings? you assuming that our intelligence is hypervigilant? Is that what you're assuming? You know, I'd be more comfortable if our intelligence was hypervigilant. But right now, for me, I've got a bit of a doubt about that, unfortunately. But that's what I'm saying. You, you're moving from a point of saying that um, the, the, the intelligence department is hypervigilant. The same intelligence department that missed the, the July riots last year. So, I don't know. What well, with the July riots, that thing is still not confirmed. Well, it's still not because they say that they are, uh, what is the instigators? We're still waiting on that. But that's what I'm saying. The intelligence failed us last year on a mess. On The whole province was burning down, mm. right? Now we've got... Two provinces. Th- now we've got two provinces and it's, it's more concentrated, right? It's taverns and you're expecting them to pick it up. Actually, I am. But then, unfortunately, this has happened. I don't know. I don't know. If some things are not possible, you have an ex-Japanese president or prime minister who was shot last week. Who do you point a finger at? But hence, I gave you an example that if I sit here and I make an example, I gave you an example. If I sit here or the two of us, me and Charlie, we sit here, we say, you know, Charlie, and sometimes some of these things when they're planned, people don't even use phones. You know, mm-hmm. we can say, oh, okay, we're going to have lunch somewhere. And then we meet, we have a conversation, it ends there. And then we say, when we leave at six o'clock, we are going to a tavern to shoot people. How do you expect the police? Can I ask a question? You, you, I think Before then you're you... putting the police, you put it, you're letting the police off the no, hook. No, no, I'm not. No, you are. Lelo, no, you are. Lelo, you are. I'm expressing myself. Yes, you are. No, no, you're You're putting yourself. your point. I'm giving May you. May I ask a question? My thing is that so I think you're say, letting. Don't no, say I'm no, protecting no, the police. Don't you want to say? No. Then you're letting the police off the hook no, easily. No, I'm not. I'm just giving you an example. Okay, I'm just you're giving you an example. An example is okay. Okay. May I ask a question? When people buy ammunition, right? They need to produce a license. Okay, so when you're buying the bullets, how much how much ammunition do you need to carry out this mass shooting? Would that not maybe flag some kind of alarm? Good question. That's the thing. The amount of ammunition that you buy has to yes. be limited to a certain amount. I'm not pretty sure about the amount, but then there's that. Now, if you buy so a certain you, amount, amount of for ammunition, a mass killing, then you know that this thing should be red flagged. It should flagged. flag something, yeah. 